We've been considering uh, psalms this summer as the songs and stories of the summer. And this morning we're in Psalm 107, and most of the liturgy up until this point has come from Psalm 107. We pick up sort of where the liturgy has dropped off. So Psalm 107, first the first three verses, and then we'll jump to verse 17. Listen then for the voice of God. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story, those he redeemed from the hand of the foe, those he gathered from the lands, from east and west, from north and south. And then if you'll turn to verse 17. Some became fools through their rebellious ways and suffered affliction because of their iniquities. They loathed all food and drew near the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them from their distress. He sent out his word and healed them. He rescued them from the grave. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for humankind. Let them sacrifice thank offerings and tell of his works with songs of joy. Some went out on the sea in ships. They were merchants on the mighty waters. They saw the works of the Lord, his wonderful deeds in the deep, for he spoke and stirred up a tempest that lifted high the waves. They mounted up to the heavens and went down to the depths, and in their peril, their courage melted away. They reeled and staggered like drunkards. They were at their wit's end. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he brought them out of their distress. He stilled the storm to a whisper. The waves of the sea were hushed. They were glad when it, when it grew calm, and he guided them to their desired haven. So let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for humankind. Let them exalt him in the assembly of his people, and praise him in the council of the elders. The word of the Lord. The primary role of caretaker fell to the daughter as her mother slipped into dementia. And as the daughter reports it, the days were fine, but at night her mother would get agitated and confused. She'd hallucinate. She'd worry that someone was breaking into the house. She'd back away from her daughter as if she were a stranger. When the daughter finally reported this pattern, the doctor nodded gently and said, we call that sundowning. When the sun goes down, dementia rises like the moon. Think about when you were a child, when the light drained out of your room and the darkness poured in, it can be very disconcerting and very disorienting. 
Dear friends, Psalm 107 is a psalm of sundowning. As one biblical scholar puts it, Psalm 107 is a song sung by a disoriented soul watching the light drain out of the world and the shadows of death pour in. It's a psalm sung by one caring for an aging parent or spouse, living with grief, struggling with addiction, or facing a difficult diagnosis. Psalm 107 is sung by the lonely, the scared, and the suffering. It's a psalm of anyone who knows light to diminish and darkness to encroach. It's a psalm of sundowning. So, it might help if you had it open, but there are four short stanzas in, in this psalm, four short stories. In the first, some wandered lost and hungry. In the second, some sat chained in the dark. Third, some rebelled and suffered affliction. And in the fourth, some were at their wit's end in the face of a storm. And each story follows a simple pattern, the same simple pattern. There's a situation of dire straits that prompts a desperate plea, resulting in divine deliverance, which is followed by directions for thanksgiving. Dire straits, desperate plea, divine deliverance, directions for thanksgiving. Oh, that preaching were that easy. Oh, that faith were that formulaic. In each of these stories, as the metaphorical sun went down and the darkness overwhelmed, people cried out to God. And in each story, God saves. Light pushes back darkness. And therefore, each story ends with a summons to praise the Lord. In our translation, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. As you may have already guessed, the word here for love is hesed. Nice, extra points for someone out there. There you go. Get that man a brownie. <laughs> the word for love here is hesed. Hesed is usually translated as loving kindness or mercy or everlasting love. What's lost in translation is that Hesed also has the sense of covenantal loyalty or relational fidelity. It's not a love of heavenly whimsy or passing passion. It's not a love that's vague or generalized. Hesed is a love that's promised and that's personal. 
And by the way, hesed is the root word for Hasidic, Jewish religious tradition. I, I didn't know that until this week. A little extra bonus there. So Psalm 107 opens with an invitation for the people of God gathered from all corners of creation, wherever you've been vacationing, to give thanks to the Lord for the hesed of God. What follows are four stories of a God who didn't leave them stranded in the wilderness, stuck in prison, dead in sin, or lost at sea. Therefore, sing hymns of Hesed. But listen to Walter Brueggemann's take on this psalm. This is Walter Brueggemann. Imagine a world without Psalm 107. What if there were no one to sing this great song of thanks, no acknowledgement of rescue grounded in fidelity, no communal awareness that life consists in situations of distress, and above all, no recognition of the cry of distress that sets in motion the divine mystery of rescue. Imagine a world without cry, without the public processing of pain. Imagine a world that has grown silent and cold of human pain. Imagine a world totally silenced, no prayers uttered, no hopes voiced, no hosting of the human condition, and consequently, no miracles of newness or healing. For that reason, this is still Brueggemann, for that reason, our worship must not be too happy, too well-ordered, or too symmetrically serene. For at the heart of our worship is asking in need, being answered, and being taken seriously. We should sit in silence with that for a while. Imagine a world without Psalm 107. Imagine a world without a cry for help. Imagine a world without an honest hosting of the human condition. Imagine a world without Hesed. Kate Bowler. Kate Bowler is a professor at Duke Divinity School where she specializes in the study of the prosperity gospel, a creed that sees fortune as a blessing from God and misfortune as a mark of God's disapproval. In her mid-30s, Kate was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. A young mother, wife, and gifted scholar, the sun was going down as she entered into the long struggle of trauma, loss, faith, despair, and trying to live while dying. In her book, Everything Happens for a Reason, and other lies I've loved, 
She writes this. What if everything is random? A woman who has left the faith for science writes, I find it comforting to believe the universe is random because then the God I believe in is no longer cruel. This is a painful conclusion for so many who comb through the details of their tragedies and find no evidence that God was ever there. The world, it seems, is also filled with fathers and mothers begging for their children's lives and hearing nothing but silence. And forever after, every church service that sings that God is good rattles like tin in their ears. Dear friends, how do we sing Psalm 107? How do we sing Psalm 107 when not every desperate plea ends in divine deliverance? To pretend otherwise rattles like tin. How do we host the human condition and sing of the Hesed of God? pray this is helpful. Chances are that Psalm 107 was written to recount Israel's restoration from Babylonian exile. And in that framework, because the people disobeyed God and ignored his covenant, they were taken captive by King Nebuchadnezzar. And then after several years in exile, many of them were allowed to return. So the psalmist paints a word picture, word pictures, describing the rescue of God's people from exile. But we also read Psalm 107 as a template of our journey with God. What was written for a community we read as individuals, expecting that when we're lost, ill, or enslaved, we would cry out to God, be delivered, and give thanks to the Lord. His love endures forever. Thanks be to God. At least that's the way we draw it up. That's the way we tell the story. That's the way it works. Thanks be to God. Until it doesn't. I think it's helpful to hear Psalm 107 as a song of sundowning. It poetically and powerfully captures our cry for salvation. It's an honest voice of our desperate plea for help, healing, freedom, 
and saving. It bears witness to the encroaching darkness. Now, <laughs> I listened to the news on the BBC, British Broadcasting Company. Between the froth and fury of Fox News and MSNBC, it offers a more global perspective. This week, I heard stories about Ukraine's history and current practice of warehousing disabled children and young adults chained to beds. The sounds and stories from those facilities were as haunting as any cry from a ring of hell. I later heard a story about Afghan families selling their young daughters into marriage. And again, I just, I sick to my, it seemed an unfathomable distance from the proclamation that God is good and that has said endures forever And I had trouble holding in tension the news news and the good news. And I had to write a sermon about this. This is where I ended. Psalm 107 hosts the human condition and still points to the salvation of God. Our faith is such that we hold both of those realities. The calling of Psalm 107 is to sing the whole song, to tell the truth about the human condition, to cry out to God, to watch for expressions of his mercy, to rest in the promise of Hesed, and to hope in the resurrection. The monstrous, monstrous mystery of the Gospels is that God's love is such that God didn't abandon us, a world without Psalm 107. Imagine that. But God entered into our suffering and death. The unfathomable hope of the Gospels is that God in Christ is redeeming all creation to shalom. And there is no timetable on Hesed. In Kate Bowler's words, the woman with stage four cancer, I can't reconcile the way the world is jolted by events that are wonderful and terrible, the gorgeous and the tragic. Except I'm beginning to believe that those opposites 
do not cancel each other out. Dear friends, no matter where you are this morning, no matter the darkness or the slivers of light, no matter your confidence or your silence, let us join the psalmist in proclaiming, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Amen.